Hey, travel besties. Welcome to the Passports and Coffee podcast. A travel podcast for our corporate world millennials looking to escape the nine to five. We are your co-hosts. I'm Shreya. And I'm Kayla. We both work full time, but that doesn't stop us from exploring our own backyards. Or even the world. Combined, we have traveled to over 60 countries. And as you can imagine, we have some crazy untold travel stories and insightful travel tips. But our goal is to encourage and inspire our fellow corporate world millennials to escape the nine to five and explore someplace new. So grab yourself a cup of coffee and let's inspire you to start traveling the world. Hey, travel besties. Welcome back to another episode here on Passports and Coffee podcast. I am so excited that you guys are listening this morning because we have a super fun episode for you today. We haven't had the opportunity yet to dedicate an episode to one destination. And so today we are dedicating this episode to Italy because me and Kayla have both been there, but we haven't been together. So it'll be kind of fun to hear different perspectives. And also, I think we have done very different things. We've done similar things, yeah. but we've also been to several different cities separately. So it'll be interesting to see our take on the country. Yeah. And I think this just goes to show like people have different you know, thoughts mm-hmm. when they travel to different countries. So it'll be interesting to see some of our similarities and differences. Yeah. So before we start talking about Italy, Kayla, what's in your cup today? I am drinking a Dunkin' Donuts cold foam cold brew with um, unsweetened hazelnut. Nice. Love it. I also treated myself. I went to one of my favorite local Minneapolis coffee shops. Um, I went to Five Watt and I got my favorite, Kingfield. Mm. So good. And there's like black Hawaiian salt on it. Oh, it's say, delicious. Is that the one yeah. with the the salt yeah it is a really good it's delicious it's, it's good yeah it's yummy. <laughs> thank you for introducing me to that when yeah. i visited i am so excited to start talking about italy italy if you guys haven't listened to last week's episode we kind of gushed a little bit about italy so that's why we're dedicating today's episode all to italy so let me just start off by saying what i went to where i went to in italy and kayla you can share where you've been to first so of course um, so I've only been one time and one time is not enough for Italy. I can concur. One time <laughs> is not enough. <laughs> so I was there for about two weeks and I was able to see five cities within that time. My first one was Venice. I then went to Milan. I was able to visit Florence and took a day trip to Pisa. And then I finally ended in Rome. You have gone more than once. I did. I have been three times. That's how much I absolutely adore Italy. In total, I have probably spent over two months in Italy. I think one time I went like for three weeks and then another time for almost three weeks. So I've been probably in total for about two months. Absolutely love it. It wasn't long enough. <laughs> um, and I visited a lot of different cities. Um, I kind of have broken it up into several different trips. Obviously, every single trip started in Rome because <laughs> I absolutely love Rome. All roads lead to Rome. That's very true. And <laughs> I love Rome. Like there's something about the city of Rome that just pulls me in but I have done obviously Rome I have visited Siena Bologna Florence Pisa this is one I'm probably going to pronounce wrong but um, I did wine tasting in San Giannamo Verona and Venice (laughs) and then I did Naples Sorrento Pompeii Positano Capri and Ischia Wow, you've I been to a lot. I have seen a good portion of Italy, but it's not enough. I do want to do more of the coast and the boot. So what is it that you loved? I honestly love the culture of Italy. There was something about me being in Italy where I felt at home. 
like, I don't know, there's something about Rome where I just, I loved the feeling of Rome. I loved the whole city. I thought the people were super nice. The food was amazing. I didn't have a bad time. Yeah. And I just, there's something about Italy that just, I love it. And there's a reason why it's so popular. Yeah. I'm kind of similar where the first Italian city that I visited was Venice. And it was almost like a buildup of everything coming um, because Venice was close to the end of my trip. And so it was kind of this culmination of this buildup of, oh, I'm here in Venice and I'm here to see the carnival. And that was one of the big draws to start in Venice was for the Venice carnival. And when I got there, I was just kind of like, whoa, I'm here. I'm in Italy. And just walking the, the streets of Venice. And again, it's the food, the culture, the wine, the history, the architecture, because there's so many different types of history or sections of history in Italy. There's a huge art history here. There's a huge like historical history, history. I mean, honestly, just looking at all the buildings, you're like, I can't believe this has been standing here for this long. For a thousand years. And like the Colosseum like blew my mind. Yeah. Like I was like, how how yeah did you create this yeah one yeah and amazing wine and honestly one of my favorite wines ever is Chianti it's one of my favorites um so so fun to be in the Tuscan region and trying Chianti in Italy yeah did you do did you do wine tasting when you were there no oh man I did not we need to go back. I know. It's like I, the best part. Yeah. I want to go back and do a proper food tour and a proper wine tour I did and see wi- more Southern I cities. did a wine tour and we hit like three different wineries and I actually purchased wine and some olive oil. <laughs> I remember I, it had to be shipped home and then trying to get it was a nightmare because oh. then it's like they couldn't deliver to my house because they needed like ID that you yeah. were 21. So I had to like hunt down my package wow. at the UPS to like get my oh, wine. Wow. And it took like four or five months. Like I almost forgot that I ordered wine. <laughs> and then it like, I got this notification that I needed to like pick it up. Wow. But yeah. It was great. That's awesome. Do you have any favorite foods while you were there? Honestly, everything pasta. Yeah. Pasta, 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 pasta. Yeah. Like, I just could not get enough. Also, pizza. I could not get enough pizza. (laughs) Like, I don't think there was, like, one specific dish that I can remember where I was like, oh, my God. Because, like, literally every bite I took, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, ASMR stuff. Like, oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. Like, I just loved everything. And that's also probably the reason I came home, like, 10 pounds heavier every single time. (laughs) Also, gelato. Lots of gelato. Mm. I don't think I had a bad meal. Yeah. Like, and I can't even pinpoint, like... I had some street pasta mm. in Rome. It was really close to the Spanish Steps. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want something fast and cheap, it's doable. But there are there are better better places to get pasta. I mean, I can imagine that. But it was it was pasta in Italy. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. It was, like, it's it just, was just something about, like, homemade pasta yeah. from Italy that's just amazing. Yeah. I loved it. There were, in Florence... Florence is known for something similar to focaccia and it's basically super salty because it's close to or it was like a salt port or something like that. I can't fully mm-hmm. remember. So it's this type of bread that is pretty salty and known in Florence and they there is this famous sandwich shop and I honestly can't remember the name of the sandwich. It's a specific name but there's like pastrami in it and different cheeses and the sandwich is humongous. It's probably like 
a square like 10 inches by 10 inches. I think I know what you're talking about because yeah. we've had, I had those sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, they sell them everywhere. Because I remember like when we were hopping on a train from Lawrence to somewhere. Amazing. Yeah. It's Amazing so good. sandwich. Yes. Yeah. The line was incredibly long. Yeah. Incredibly long. And the funny thing too is that this particular sandwich shop is so popular that there is four stalls four mm-hmm. vendors along this short little street because the line is so insanely long but that's usually how you know you're getting like good food yeah everybody loves it locals alike yeah there were also these um basically fried donuts in venice and i didn't see them anywhere else but there are these fried donuts they were stuffed with chantilly custard and rolled in powdered sugar Sign me up. I know. You know and how were, I love donuts. And they were but... like two euros, something like that. So not expensive. I don't remember seeing that. Although I didn't really enjoy my time in Venice. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, so yeah. So those are some of my two main things that stuck out. Yes. That's good not food. pasta. It's just so good. I, I, honestly, I don't think you're going to have a bad meal mm-hmm. in Italy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I even had McDonald's once. <laughs> Did you? And it was still good. Nice. You know, like on travel days, sometimes there's like yeah. nothing around and you're hungry. And, and it's, it's familiar. It's a familiar and easy option. But I mean... Even the McDonald's in Italy was good. So what did you have? Oh man, I can't even remember. I, honestly, but you know they do have like McDonald's like all over the world. They have different, different menus. Stuff. Yeah, I do remember they had like some chicken with like marinara sauce. Really? And, like, yeah, it was almost like um a chicken parmesan. Okay, kind of in a way. So they do have different menus. Yeah. I mean, remember when we were in Peru and they have like chicken like. <sighs> Bucket fried chicken. chicken, fried chicken. Yeah. So, I mean, every single like country does do. something interesting. So, I do like to go to McDonald's. Me too. Just to pop in and see yeah, what's different. Just to see what they have. Yeah. Because they do have some really yeah. cool things. Asia, they have rice at McDonald's and that's always fun. Really? Mm-hmm. Honestly, even in Hawaii, you can get rice in, at McDonald's in Hawaii. So cool. What were your, so you said you didn't care for Venice. I did not. I enjoyed Venice a lot. So, what were your favorites and what were your least favorites? I absolutely loved Rome. Obviously, I have been multiple, multiple times. Even in one trip, I did like Rome twice. So absolutely love Rome. Um, I really enjoyed Florence. We had fun in Florence. We did a lot of drinking. I went with an old friend of mine and we sat in this like little restaurant across the street from the Duomo. And we only went in for like a water and like glass of wine just because it was like really hot, you know. Next thing I know, we're like five bottles deep. Bottles. Yes. Love it. And we shared with these like two dudes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sat next to us and we just drank and drank and drank and then afterwards we thought we were gonna like go to the club you know and good old 23 year old you know <laughs> Kayla having the time of her life in Florence Italy we had a lot of fun I think like the culture and the history and just all the sites mm-hmm. Florence is beautiful but also I think Florence is a great area for you to stay in because it's close to Pisa it's close to you know that it's the Tuscany region right so if you want to do wine tasting you're only like a short car ride away but I also like really loved Verona yeah yes I have not I didn't go to Verona Verona was like one of those spots that I was like oh my god I love this place it was, we only spent one night there, I think, because we were on our way to Venice. So we wanted to like kind of break things up and, you know, they have like their own Colosseum there. Oh. It's very similar to the Colosseum in Rome, but it's on a much smaller scale. 
Okay. So they do have a coliseum there. It's in better shape as well. And they still do like shows and stuff in that coliseum. We did that. And I also touched Juliet's boob. (laughs) Um, So, you know, at the time that um, movie Letters to Juliet came out. Okay. Where like, you know, you can leave a letter for Juliet and supposedly all your like things will come true. That's that's made up, by the way. Um. does not happen although like people write all over the brick like there is some sense of like trueness to that movie but um you can there's a statue of Juliet and you know because the whole like Romeo Juliet is like founded in like the whole Verona area and so everything is kind of based off of that in like Verona which is really kind of cool right so they have a statue of um Juliet and I'm pretty sure it's her right boob if you like (laughs) rub her right boob (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's supposed to bring, like, the love of your life. Well, (laughs) like, 12 years later, still still single, so... Clearly, Juliet did not help me with that, but that was fun. And then I really, really loved Sorrento down on the coast. Sorrento is like much smaller than like the popular Positano, right? Like everybody goes to Positano, Amalfi, like those are like your top and obviously Capri, right? But there's something about Sorrento. Like there was just like locals playing like dominoes and, well, you know, everyone's drinking limoncello. I don't, there was something, it was like a very, like a smaller, it wasn't like super small, but you know, it's a smaller coastal city and it's kind of like the hub to get to everywhere else along the Amalfi coast. Okay. Um, but I really loved Sorrento. There are a couple cities I didn't care for. Venice was one of them and I don't really know why I just I didn't enjoy my time and I think a lot of it is is like I feel like it was overrated okay I had this like mindset of what it was going to be like and it wasn't and it was also at the end of my trip too Mm -hmm. so like I'm like was I just tired I don't know but my friend that I was with she had the same thoughts and feelings so I'm like I just don't know Maybe it's because we had such an epic trip and everything else was so good that Venice just was lackluster yeah to me you know, when we did like the typical touristy things, we hopped on a gondola, you know, we did all of that. Yeah. And I just was like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah. I would say if it's not the carnival, there's probably, there's not that much to do. Well, and that's just the thing. It's like, I feel like you can see Venice in a day. Yeah. You, that's all you need. Yeah. And we gave ourselves, I think three days. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Well, because it was like the end of our trip and, you know, we just kind of wanted to like relax, like be in an area and not have to like move and like leave the next day. So I think we gave ourselves some time, right? But you don't need that much time. I'm going to tell you this right now. You go to Venice, you only need a day. Yeah. For Venice, actual Venice Island. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because Venice actually also reaches over into the mainland. Yes. As well. Yes. I didn't explore that part. I was just really interested in seeing the canals. Yeah. See, I, we were too. Because like when you think of Venice, that's all you think of, yeah. right? And then you have the Rialto Bridge. Mm-hmm. And it's just there's so many people. Mm-hmm. And it's almost to the point where you can't really move. And then with all the canals, I don't know. It just, I it wasn't my thing. And then it smelled. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I, thought it, I thought it smelled. I mean, I also went like in the dead of summer. But another city I really did not like is Naples. I have never felt more unsafe in a city. Okay. I've heard that about Naples. It's one of those things where, so we took the fast train from Rome to Naples. And the second you get off the train and you're walking out of the train station, there are a lot of um, immigrants with stolen luggages open, just selling other people's stuff. And it's just like, we were 
trying to explore the area. We used Naples as actually like our home base mm-hmm. because it was cheaper and we could get to everywhere we needed to go. So we spent like two weeks in Naples, right? Because we wanted to go to Capri. We wanted to do Pompeii. We did Ischia, you know, the whole Amalfi Coast. And we knew that if we could stay in one spot, we were saving money, right? Because long-term Airbnbs are cheaper when you can rent it out for a longer period of time. We knew that we were going to save money. But honestly, I didn't feel safe. There's crime there. And I remember one night we got off the boat from Ischia, And we're trying to take public transit. And like the bus was just never, was not coming. We were asking people and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the bus is coming. The bus is coming. Well, come to find out there was some kind of like unrest while we were there. And we didn't know that involved the bus system. And thankfully, this like fellow American whose husband is part of the Navy, they were stationed in Italy. And she was just walking And she kind of realized that we were standing there kind of like looking around and she's like, are you ladies okay? Like she just knew, yeah, you know, she knew. And, you know, we were kind of telling her and she's like, oh, the bus isn't coming. And she's like, and you probably shouldn't be in this area at night. And we were like, how do we get home? Because at this point, like we were pretty far away from our Airbnb because we weren't like close to port, right? We were like staying more towards the train station, which I did not realize was a very unsafe area because even when they were dropping us off, they were like, oh we're going to watch you go inside because when we were staying in our Airbnb also, there were people trying to like break into the Airbnb. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we were not in a very, the Airbnb was beautiful. The host was extremely nice. So there was like a couple times where we had to like reach out to the host and you know, cause yeah. we weren't, and it was like one of those things where it's like, as soon as like the sun went down, we weren't leaving. Yeah. Which was kind of like unfortunate, but I've had some other friends that have traveled to Naples. There was this one girl that I worked with and they were going to go for their honeymoon. And she's like, oh yeah, we're staying in Naples. And I was like, don't do it. And she didn't, she didn't listen to me. And she came back and she's like, I wish I listened to you. And I don't know what it is. It's just, I didn't feel safe. And that's like the first time in a very long time where I felt that way. And I haven't felt like that in a long time, even since then. Yeah. So there was something with Naples that I just was very unsettled with. And the city itself is not clean, which is unfortunate, you know. It's just a city that I wouldn't return to. And it's sad. Like, I wish I had a different experience and view on it. Mm Because, I mean, there's a lot of history in Naples itself, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of unfortunate. Yeah. So oh, that's sad. Yeah. What about you? What are, what were your favorite cities? So my favorite city was Florence. Mm-hmm. Florence is hand down is hands down the favorite of the five. I don't know what exactly it was. I can't pinpoint it of what it was that I just fell in love with. But I think also seeing the Duomo for the first time and seeing that color in person, it's so much different than seeing pictures of it. Isn't it weird when you see it in person? You're like, how did you create this? Yeah. Like the tiling and tiling is white, red, and green, and you can't tell that from a photo. No, you really can't, and it's not until like you really get up close to it where you're like, "Whoa, it's beautiful, so pretty." And the ingenuity of building the dome itself is unlike anything else. Mm -hmm. It's incredible, and there is so much history in Florence. There's this family called the Medici family. They're a pretty pretty popular name. Yep. And they're kind of the first family that really broke the mold of working your way up, like lower class working your way up Mm -hmm. into building this big, huge empire. So it was kind of inspiring Mm -hmm. to be there. And I just loved it. I don't have anything. I don't have any bad experiences like Naples. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing that was kind of lackluster for me was Milan. I was really excited to go to Milan. And when I got there, Milan's nice, but it's a lot different than 
the other cities that I visited. So it kind of felt Western in a way. Like there was the buildings or like the homes all felt Westernized. Um, the Duma was very impressive. What did you think of the Starbucks Reserve there? There's a Starbucks Reserve there, which yeah. was the main reason why. Yeah, that's why I kind of figured that's why you went. <laughs> and so that's the reason why I really needed to stop in Naples, or sorry, Milan, was to visit the Starbucks Reserve. And if you guys don't know, Starbucks Reserve, there's only six in the world. And it's kind of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory for Starbucks. So their drink menu is super, super high-end and extensive. They have multiple different ways of brewing coffee there, and they have their reserve coffees, which are coffees that are grown on a lot smaller farms. So they're a lot more rare. They're a lot more expensive. And it's been a goal of mine to see all six. So I had to go there. I was like, I'm in Italy. I don't know when I'm going to be able to make it again. How many reserves have you seen? Five. What's the last one? China. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Milan was kind of lackluster. I didn't dislike it but I didn't fall in love with it. Something that's really fun about Milan though is that aperitivo is a huge thing there, which is kind of like our version of happy hour. Mm -hmm. And you go in, you buy a drink, and a lot of places give you a free full buffet. And they have little snacks and and tapas, kind of like Spain. They have lots of tapas and little little bits of finger food. And some have really, really good um, sides, and some are kind of just like cheese and crackers, which, I mean, the cheese and crackers there are really good, but sometimes you would go to other ones and they have like pasta and tiramisu for dessert. Mm, yum. So that is a fun thing about Milan. Is there one place that you didn't go to that next time you go, you want to go? Like yeah. Where, where is at the top of your list mm-hmm. next time you return? Um, really anywhere south. I only, the furthest south I went was Rome. Mm-hmm. And so I would love to go far south. I also would really love to go to Sicily, but some of the places that you mentioned now sounds good. Like Sorrento sounds fun. I want to go to Sorrento. Sorrento is so cute. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know what? Honestly, they have these green olives that are just like to die for Yeah, with like some limoncello. What I love about like the Amalfi Coast is after every dinner, they always give you a limoncello. That's awesome. Like throughout the whole Amalfi Coast, no matter where you're at, when you're done with your meal, they give you a shot of limoncello. Yeah. It's like a thing. I love it. To cleanse the palate. That's so cool. Do you have any favorite moments? One of my favorite moments is, okay, so going to the Coliseum, I remember like you take the metro there, right? And I remember like getting out of the metro and as soon as you like come out the opening, it's like right there. And I just remember being like, oh my God. This is like huge because, you know, the thing is you see it in photos. You've talked about it in history class, but until you like really see it. And then I remember we stayed there all day and then we went to this like tiny little hole in the wall, like local restaurant and we had like the best meal we have ever had. You know, we drank a bottle of wine, had like an appetizer, like melon wrapped in prosciutto and We had such an amazing time. And then afterwards, we're like, oh, let's go see, you know, the Coliseum all lit up, which is a whole different view, like at night. So like, I don't know. I just think my first time when we did Rome, it just, that was like my favorite moment. And it it hasn't, nothing's been topped like Mm -hmm. that. Like, you know, when you go back, you're like, oh yeah, it's so cool. It's just as cool as I remember. But it's like the first time you're like, oh my God, I'm here. But I also think too, I have like a map the city of Rome. And underneath it, it's titled the city that made me fall in love with like travel. Cause there's something about like Italy. It's like one of my like first countries that I really explored. 
so there's something about it that I'm just like, I love it. You know, yeah. I don't know. That's like one of my favorite moments. I have a lot of moments though throughout Italy that were fun. Yeah. You know, Anything some, worth sharing? some risque moments, <laughs> <laughs> some that I don't know if uh, the podcast can handle right now. You know, <laughs> young, young Kayla had a lot of fun. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe for different episodes. Totally so for different episodes. Yeah. Maybe we can do like fun nights abroad because <laughs> I definitely have a lot of fun moments that I had when I was younger. Definitely. Wine was definitely involved, but, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know if our listeners can handle that right now. <laughs> How about you? What was your favorite moment? I think some of just doing some of the most iconic Italian things. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved going to Pisa. Did you try to take a photo of you no. trying to? Oh, I didn't. Come I, on. I didn't do that type you of iconic be, stuff. You have to be cheesy, no? Because you know I got that. I'm sure, <laughs> and I'm putting that in the show notes, no. baby. I was the one taking photos of everyone else doing that. Oh, yeah. And I was laughing. You, you I was pointing and laughing. <laughs> oh man, I remember we were in Pisa, and of course we're like sitting there trying to like hold up the the, the leaning tower. We were those typical tourists at like 22 years old, and I remember we were just like sitting there at at one point just drink like eating our gelato in front of the tower, and this like Japanese man comes up, and we thought he wanted us to take a photo of him. No, he wanted to take a photo of us. <laughs> <laughs> It was like the most like awkward thing. I was like, wait, what? What's going on? And like got real close to my friend. And I was like, you're going to end up on a billboard somewhere. <laughs> did you go up the tower? No, we did not. Okay. Did you? I did. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to splurge. It was like 20 euros or something like that. And so, Was it all stairs or was there an elevator? It was all stairs. It wasn't that bad. No? No. See, I did the stairs up to the bell tower in Bologna. Okay. And I almost died. And I'm pretty sure after that, we were like, no. (laughs) I didn't go to the Florence Duomo, so I didn't do that. So when I went to Pisa, I was in the mindset of, I'm just going to do it. I didn't do it there. I'm going to do it here. And it was the most trippiest trek up the leaning tower. Because you feel feel like you were leaning? Yeah. Yeah. Because the gravity, depending on where you were in the tower, you were either leaning towards the left or to the right or you felt like you were climbing uphill it was it was the wildest thing so cool yeah yeah no we didn't I you know what out of all of my trips we really didn't do a lot of climbing to the top we did it in Bologna and I don't even know why and I, I'm pretty sure the day that we did that too it was like the hottest day of our whole trip and then afterwards I was like you want to grab a beer because <laughs> it's like one of those things where I was like what are we doing yeah <laughs> but yeah that night was kind of cool too because I remember in Bologna we um, got all fancy one night and we did this like really fancy dinner because they were having like a show in like one of their like I don't even know I, I remember there was like a bunch of restaurants with like this really big like flat wall and they were doing like a performance one night. So we were like, let's get dressed up. And it just so happened that it was happening while we were there. So in one of the squares, you know, we went, we got all fancy, whatever fancy stuff we had, because I'm pretty sure it wasn't that fancy, but we tried to like make (laughs) ourselves look preventable, you know, presentable. And that was so much fun. Like we had a bottle of wine and we thought we were so fancy. (laughs) at like 27 years old we thought we were so fancy and bougie and all like dressed up and having like the time of our lives but that was a fun moment too that's awesome well because i think like bologna and like siena they're kind of like cities that a lot of people don't necessarily like Mm -hmm. put on the list but the whole reason why we did is we were doing train travel Mm -hmm. 
And we picked a route that we knew we wanted to hit Rome, Florence, and Venice, right? So like I flew into Rome and was flying out of Venice. So we knew that we wanted to do train travel. But I was like, if we're going to do this, we need to like make it like iconic. We're stopping at all these places. We had (laughs) such an itinerary, almost too much going on. But yeah, it was fun because we did a day trip to Pisa too. But I remember we did the day trip to Pisa um the night after we had like five bottles of wine fun <laughs> my friend like yacked in the um oh, the train on sad. our way to pisa and we both just looked like straight garbage that day oh. like i look back at my photos and i was like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we had some major drinking the night before like we just looked like just straight garbage oh no <laughs> like we were hung over so bad and i was like in my head i'm like why did we do this to ourselves and i'm pretty sure when we were younger we're like no we gotta go because if we don't go now we're never gonna go like yeah. wh- who's to say we're not gonna ever come back like we just need to do it and you know back in the day you could hair the dog and just go but i mean now i don't think there's any way no. <laughs> i would have gone to pizza I'm happy at one. oh yeah me too <laughs> All right, so now we've kind of reloved some of our favorite memories, favorite cities. What are your top recommendations for anyone looking into going to Italy? I say, honestly, you need to spend time in certain cities because I know a lot of people just want to do Rome, Florence, and Venice. But my suggestion is to really explore some of the lesser known. Like, And even if you're going to go to the Amalfi Coast and you want to visit Capri, I suggest Ischia. Ischia is the little sister and nobody goes like we rented beach chairs and we essentially had the island tourist free as opposed to Capri when we went like the day after I was like oh my gosh there's so (laughs) many people and it is and it's so much more expensive but I just always say you know take the road less traveled sometimes yeah and if you're gonna go spend some time because I have so many people that will talk to me about their itineraries and they try to jam pack so much in. And honestly, like it's a more slower paced life in Italy. Like when you go out to dinner, it's it's a several hour thing. It's not like you just sit down and like, here's your food. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you have to be a little bit more, you know, in the moment. Yeah. Intentional. And I always tell people, I'm like, try not to have such a jam packed itinerary. Why don't you just kind of like enjoy it enjoy yourselves and slow down a little bit yeah. and i know because i've done that you know i've done the jam packed italy where i i want to go to you know rome florence and venice but then i'm also trying to fit all this other stuff in so my recommendation is honestly i would pick maybe one city to be your main and then i would take little day trips mm-hmm. and try to really like see the area cuz every single area of italy is slightly different and you're going to get a different like feel and yeah, I would just do that. I love How about it. you? Definitely take advantage of the train. Yes. Train is great. Even they, in Rome, Rome have... is so great with their public transport because every stop is basically an iconic landmark. I think the train system period in Italy is great. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. They have a really great train system as well as metro system within the cities Mm -hmm. i would say too if you do want to go to venice i I, it's really nice staying on venice island and waking up with the sunrise but i recommend staying on the mainland it's a lot cheaper a lot a lot cheaper and the train takes you straight into the heart so um if you want to save some money just stay on the mainland you said you stayed on the island no oh no you didn't everyone was like stay on the island you can see the sunrise i'm like it's 30 euros more expensive if I stay on the island and I can stay in this hostel for 10. Yeah. And the train runs super early. So I'm going to go. 
I'll see the sunrise at 5 a.m. Like I will do that to save 30 euros tonight. Yeah. I'll wake up at 5 a.m. and go. Yeah. Was um, it an iconic sunrise? It was nice. It was? Okay. Yeah. It was, was it nice. worth it? That's yeah. okay. Also too with um, Venice, there's not a ton to do. Like you can see everything you want to see in Venice in a day. So there are actually a few islands um, that you can take ferries to outside of Venice that are known for different things. I was only able to go to one of the islands and they were known for their glass blowing. So that was really fun to see one of the vendors there blowing glass and giving a little demonstration. So if you do want to spend a lot more time in the northern part of of Italy, definitely check out some of those islands. See, I go back. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like the colorful, which mm-hmm. one is that? The one that it's all colorful. I know what you're talking about. It's starts no. with a B? B. Burano, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Burano and Murano are the two that I was looking into. Yeah. And that one was a little bit further away and I only had time to see the closer one. Yeah. 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 That, if I were to go back, that's what I would do. Yeah. And yeah. then another thing too, when you're in Rome, the locals drink coffee standing at the bar. Yes. If you sit down, they will charge you a service fee. That, but also they know you're a tourist. (laughs) Just FYI. (laughs) It's very apparent. But also, I mean, what do you think? Like, because I know Italy was very against Starbucks for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I think they still are. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I understand the homage that they're trying to pay to Italy because that's really where the romance and inspiration of Starbucks came from. Mm -hmm. The romance of standing at the bar, drinking your espresso. Mm -hmm. um, That's what Howard Schultz fell in love with and wanted to bring that back to the States. Mm -hmm. So I understand the wanting to pay homage to that, but I hope they don't expand because I I love the, the coffee culture. Because is that the only Starbucks in Italy? I, the reserve? As far as I... Because I've never seen... It was the Starbucks. first one. Okay. And I hope it's the only one. Yeah. I mean, I've been a Starbucks partner for 16 years and yeah, I'm praying they don't open more. Well, I just feel like because coffee is... Su- there's such a large coffee culture mm-hmm. in Italy and they really take their coffee seriously mm-hmm. that I really hope they don't. Yeah. Just because, I mean, it's... Let them have their culture, yeah. you know? And it's great. Yeah, that's so. good. And so, yeah, that's my, my recommendation is to do what the locals do and drink coffee. Drink your espresso at the bar. Yes. Trust me, because they know when you're not. Yeah. Because if you're sitting down drinking your cappuccino, <laughs> they know yeah. you're a tourist. <laughs> but yeah, they do. They will charge you a service fee. So what do you think your three euro, two euro espresso is actually turns into like four or five. Do you have any other recommendations? No, I think that's it. Well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed our little spotlight and insight into Italy. As you can tell, we both really, really love Italy. So we want to know if you are hopping on a plane to Italy, what are you dying to see and what is at the top of your list? We would love to know. So head on over to our Instagram, slide us, slide in our DMs and let us know. Yeah. So we would love to know where you want to go. You've heard our favorites and where we kind of want to go and do next. So we want to know where you want to go. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in today. We will see you guys next week for a brand new episode. And we will see you guys there. Bye, travel besties. Bye. Hey, travel besties. Sheree and I want to know what you would love to hear on the next Passports and Coffee podcast episode. If you have an idea, fly on over to our website, passportsandcoffeepodcast.com, and let us know what travel topic you would love for us to cover. We want to create episodes that you want to hear and your suggestions mean the world to us. 
All right, travel besties, we will see you next week for an all new episode on the Passports and Coffee podcast. Bye.